Coming up on today's episode of the Matt Donnie Podcast, we talk the obvious. Cam Newton is out. Mac Jones is in at starting quarterback. The Mac Jones era is officially underway in New England. We get into the nitty-gritties of why Cam was probably let go. Uh, obviously, we'll never know for sure. It's like the same situation with uh, Malcolm Butler and why he played in the Super Bowl. It's the same situation. We'll never know why Cam Newton uh, was released, uh, not kept on as a, um, a potential uh Back up to Mac Jones. We don't know. But we get into the nitty-gritty and we, we, we discuss the details. And then we move on. Uh, and I go through game by game for the Patriots schedule, um, picking wins and losses. And I give you my final record. Uh, and then we end the show with that. Um, so some important news before we get started. This podcast will now be released on Monday mornings from here on out throughout the entire NFL schedule. This is because the Leatherheads Fantasy Football Podcast is now taking over the Wednesday slot. Um so, set a reminder, TMD Podcast, Monday mornings from here on out throughout the rest of the NFL season. Uh, this episode is also brought to you by thegrave.media.com. Head over there. we got new fire merch, Mac Jones QB1 merch uh, available now. So, head over to thegrave.media.com, www.thegrave.media.com. Get your merch. Get ready for the season. All right. Let's get into the show. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Matt Donahue Podcast, episode 87. We're almost there. The NFL season is almost here. We're two weeks away, uh, so it means we're two episodes away from our next episode. We're going to be doing the the, the, the predictions for uh, week one. So that's where we're at with the, the NFL season. Reminder to everyone, um, if you're not, go follow me on Instagram. Uh, we're doing a season-long giveaway so uh how it works is i mean for the long time listeners you all know uh you vote on on sunday morning all you do is wake up and you just cast your vote for uh who's winning um every game that sunday and then i keep track of it and at the end of the season uh winner gets free merch and uh, a cash prize so that we got that coming up uh uh this season as well as just nfl football is back um this episode is primarily going to be about um the Patriots. Uh, there's not really much to talk about. It was a uh, it was a pretty entertaining day yesterday, obviously for obvious reasons. Um, so we're gonna get into uh, just that. You know, we're gonna go over the the final or the initial 53 man roster as is right now. Um, and then um, obviously we're gonna uh, talk about you know the Cam Newton situation. We're gonna talk about Mac Jones, and then we'll probably break it down. And I'll just give my like my. Uh, I guess I could do this next week, but I think I'd rather do it this week. I'm going to give my, like, final prediction uh, for uh, Patriots games, you know, just the whole season. I'm going to give you my uh, my uh, their record, my prediction for the record. So, we got that coming up. Um, anything else I'm supposed to be saying? Oh, yeah. Mac Jones uh, starting QB gear is uh, it's now officially live. Um, it's pretty hilarious. Uh, the guys at Grapevine came up with some pretty funny stuff. So head over there, uh, check out the Mac Jones gear, get your get yourself uh, uh, some gear, and use TMD20 for checkout. It's going to be a code. Um, so, yeah, use TMD20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. All right, let's get into some Pats news here. Um, obviously, you know, the biggest shocker of the day, and I was I was behind the eight ball on it because I was sitting in class. Because yes, I'm still a master student uh, right now, and I had a class from nine thirty five to eleven fifteen. So um, 
I missed the news. Not that I missed the news. I saw the news in the middle of class, and then I was just like, I can't, t- I can't do anything. I can't like do what I would do. I don't, literally almost got up and left. But it was my first like introductory uh, class. You know, it was like the that BS class where like you go and it's like you meet the teacher and all that. So I couldn't like get up and leave and take my laptop with me and just you know. Um, so that is why I was a little bit late. But regardless, uh, Bill Belichick just being Bill Belichick. Um, you let go, of Cam Newton. Uh, I gotta say, I was pretty shocked by the move. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I was, I, I guess I wasn't more so like, not because Mac Jones isn't good. And, and I think that that's like what gets lost on people is like when, when people said that they were pulling for Cam, like I was pulling for Cam, but like, it's not because I'm, I wasn't pulling for Mac. You know what I mean? Like obviously Mac Jones is the future. Obviously he is the franchise quarterback. He, he that's why they drafted him in the first round. And I could not be more happy. Um, that we have Mac Jones because he's looking better and better um, way earlier than we thought. And and I think that, that that along with a few other things played a huge factor into why uh, the Patriots ultimately like uh, Cam Newton go. Um, but, you know, it's not, it's not the fact that like Cam isn't good. And this is, I guess this is why I was so shocked. And like when I saw the news, I was like, my first thought, like everyone's, was like, okay, Max, Mac, like obviously won the QB battle, which I'll admit I did not think he he was going to be the starting quarterback. Um, but nonetheless, I was wrong. I can I'm man enough to admit that. Um, but my initial thought was, oh crap. My initial thought was, why did they let Cam go? Like, why didn't they just keep Cam as a backup? Uh, and you know, I reached out to a few people. Like, I'm sitting there in class, I'm texting a few people about it, and um. It was like, a lot of people are like, well, it's because, you know, he's at this point in his career where, like, he doesn't deserve to be a backup or he doesn't feel like he should be a backup. And I was like, okay, I mean, that, that I guess I get that. Um, but, like, I don't know. I feel like if that's the that's his mindset, then he's not going to have a job. You know what I mean? Like, he's not, he's, he's not going to get picked up by a team this year unless it's, like, maybe the, the Texans or, like, I don't even see that's the thing. I don't even like the they were saying the Texans, the Broncos or the Washington football team. And I was like, I don't know. I, I the Texans maybe because they're just in that whole franchise is just in such a whatever you want to call it. Um there's they're so screwed for this year that maybe they, they could take on a quarterback a week before a new starting quarterback a week before the season and um you know, that wouldn't surprise me, but the Broncos and the Washington football team, I feel like I feel like if Cam's goal is to be a starting quarterback and that's the reason why he, they didn't want to keep him on the Patriots and that's the reason he didn't want to be on the Patriots, um, then he's not going to have a job this year. That's that's just a simple fact of the matter. It's because no team in their right mind is going to pick up a new starting quarterback a week before the season after they've done all this training camp, they've played their preseason games, all that. They're not going to pick up a new starting quarterback. It's just not going to happen. And, he, and, be, and have that guy start week one. I, I doubt we see that. Now it could hop it could easily happen. Um I, I think it would be a really bad move on a lot of teams' parts if they did that, but you never know. I mean obviously it could happen. Anything can happen in the NFL. So we'll see we'll see. Um but I think a few thing a few different things played into uh you know, Cam being let go. I think it was a combination of one, he wanted to be a starter. Okay, obviously. Um two 
I think him being a backup is was pretty detrimental. I and I guess I didn't really think about this. Um, was pretty detrimental to Mac Jones. Um, because because the quarterback battle was honestly so close. It wasn't like Mac blew Cam out of the water. Cam was good. Uh, he had great. He was good in the preseason. He looked better. Uh, the throws he he was making were were definitely better than how they how he was playing at the end of last year. He couldn't even throw the ball at the end of last year. Um, so his arm definitely looked a little bit stronger. But, um, you know, I think, I think if you keep Mac around and you start Mac, there's always that lurking presence of like, okay, there's an MVP behind me waiting to play. You know what I mean? Like there's someone behind me who, who's, and it's not someone who's, who's unproven almost. There's someone who's proven you know what you're going to get from Cam Newton. Um, whereas like if Mac Jones struggles, it's like, okay, well, it's an easy substitute. So it's 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 the lurking like mantra, I guess. And 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 yeah, that that happens with every quarterback duo and and on every team, but it's different when the guy sitting behind you is a former MVP and he he was the starting quarterback last year. It's it's a lot different. So, I think that that also played into it. So, we have like I said, Cam uh he lost the quarterback battle. Um he wanted to be the quarterback. And uh, the lurking presence of him also being a, a quarterback. But I think another thing that has to be talked about too is the fact that the the vaccine thing that happened uh, was last week. Was it last week? Uh, that definitely played a factor. You know, I mean, everyone is saying it. You know, it's and and I I think I think when everyone comes to a collective agreement that that is a reason why um, he's not a he's not on the team right now, it's, it's probably true. So Cam not getting, you know, his vaccine, you know, and obviously that's his right. Um, you know, it's his choice. He, and he, that's, he's going to live with that choice. Um, but you can't be a starting quarterback, I guess, and just provide that level of uncertainty to your team week in and week out where it's like, you could have a great week. And then the next week you might not even be playing and you might not be sick, but you might not be playing. Um, I think that that whole, the whole thing there is just the reason why, you know, all of those, those, those factors are are the reason why the the Patriots ultimately, I mean, in reality, you look at it and it's like, all right, there's way more negatives here than there are positives. And he's not even going to be the starter. He's going to be the backup. So at the end of the day, it makes sense. Just let him go. Okay. Kind of touching the back. To you know, where is Cam going to go? I think him not being vaccinated is also another like red flag to uh, to franchises. It's like, well, why would we take on a starting QB who is not vaccinated? Like, and risk that whole thing. You know what I mean? So it sucks. You know, I, I'm appreciative of what Cam did. It's definitely, you know, I think Cam did the best he could have um, with given the circumstances last year. You know, coming in after Tom Brady, and you know. Everything that happened last year, no training camp, no everything, getting COVID halfway through the year and like having to sit four games and like be behind and all that. I, I give Cam Newton credit. Um, and I was harsh on Cam Newton last year. I was I wasn't his biggest fan, but you know, I was a fan of him this year, and uh, I, I became a fan of him over the course of the year. Um, and and I wish the best for Cam Newton. I really do because I think he still is a starting quarterback in the NFL. I do believe that, but I think his circumstances and everything, you know surrounding cam ultimately are the reasons he's not on the Patriots right now. And also are the reasons that he's probably not going to have a starting job because 
don't like the guy scored twenty touchdowns last year. He had twelve rushing and eight eight throwing. You know what I mean? Like he he still put up twenty touchdowns. Um, so you know we'll see. Um, but it is what it is. Moving on from Cam Newton, the Mac Jones era has officially begun, and I'm elated. Honestly, I'm very excited that that uh, Mac Jones is is now the starting quarterback. You know, I, I for I was pretty convinced like for a while last week that it was like I think it's it's better to bring Mac along and have him start like week whatever. You know, I I I I was of the belief that you know they should start Cam for the first few weeks and then put in Mac Jones. You know what I mean? And and have Cam lose the job versus just give it to Mac Jones. But you know, with all the rumors coming out and obviously every, the last ten minutes. Um, we are where we are right now, but nonetheless, Mac Jones is starting, um, and I think I think the Patriots are they're in a no lose situation right now because you know Ian Rapport said it best on ESPN. There's a clip; it's it's on Twitter, um, and it's pretty much like they're in a no lose situation because they drafted this guy and they weren't expecting him to be this good this year, this this far along this early uh, since drafting him. And I'm not going to lie, he looks amazing in preseason, but I think my biggest concern is that it's preseason and it's not uh, starting. It's not, it's not a starting defense. It's a secondary defense or it's guys fighting for their jobs. So, But nonetheless, he looks very confident and very smart and he just understands football. And, and I'm honestly, I'm very excited to have him because – this is the future, you know what I mean? And I, I think it's almost better that, like, we just we put him out into the fire and whatever happens, happens, because say he comes out and he struggles, you know, he doesn't have anybody behind him. He's Brian Hoyer behind him. He's not getting benched for him. He's going to have to work through the struggles. And I like that mindset, you know. Um, he's not going to get benched, and and I think that that's, that's the good part about this. And let's, I don't know, I'm not even going to say it, but, you know, if something were to happen to Mac, um there's always, you know, you can always go back and you can always go find another replacement quarterback. But I think just putting your rookie in, um, you know, and you know everyone in Foxborough wants him, you know what I mean? And, and at, at the end of the day, everyone in Foxborough knows that Mac was eventually, this day was coming, you know what I mean? That Mac was going to replace Cam. So why not just get it, get it over with now? Um, Mac's going to win Rookie of the Year. It's uh, I, You can't even convince me otherwise. He's going to be the Rookie of the Year. It's, it's 100. It, it, dude, the way he looked in preseason – he finished with like a nine, like his his QBR was like ninety two or something like that. It was like higher than Pat Mahomes. It was high, it was the highest QBR of amongst all quarterbacks uh, in preseason. He was by far the best quarterback in preseason. Um, the Patriots team is going to be a problem. I'm just going to want to say it. They're they're going to be a problem. Um, so I, I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but they're definitely going to be a problem. Let's let's just let's let's call a spade a spade here. They're not going to be like rollover chumps like they were last year. Uh, the defense is immensely better. They have a new starting quarterback who is very similar to the guy we've had the last twenty years. I'm not going to call him the goat. You know, I mean, I'm not going to I'm not going to make that comparison. But he has a lot of similarities to Tom Brady. Um, the way he reads, you know, the pre-snap stuff. And, and I think that that's what Josh McDaniels loves about Mac Jones so much is how smart he is and what he's able to do before the ball's even snapped and things he sees. Um, and that's another reason why he beat uh, Cam Newton out for the position here because uh, we all know that wasn't Cam's, you know, strong suit. Um, I think the last time he made a good, like, 
pre pre snap thing was like that last that that viral clip where he's like, "Oh, you've been watching film. Watch this." That you know what I mean. So, um, regardless, uh, that's no hate to Cam Newton. That's that's a lot ton of love to Mac Jones. Um, I'm a little pissed because I can't get a Mac Jones jersey. Um, and I was like kind of waiting to like. I go to the game because I'm. I think I'm going to the, the Cowboys game this year. Uh, I was gonna try and get a Mac Jones jersey, and now the Mac Jones jerseys are sold out. So I'm a little upset about that, but we'll live. Um, nonetheless, I have my Mac Jones uh, Great Van Media merch, which is fire. So you guys can head over there. That should be here like in a few days. So we'll be. We'll have it for next week. Um, I keep hitting that freaking thing. Um, so let's just do a quick rundown here because we're already like over halfway through and we just started talking about Mac Jones. Um, let's do a quick rundown though of the 53 man roster. Cause I do just want to quickly go through because one aspect of the Patriots that I was actually like really uh, like keeping a close eye on was the running back core. And I was, I was really curious to see how many, uh, how many backs uh, Belichick was going to keep. And well, he ended up keeping six and I honestly not really surprised um, the QB situation is obviously the most surprising, uh, of all, of every, everything on the roster. Um, but let's quickly just run down, um, the 53 man roster. So at quarterback, obviously the only quarterback we have right now is actually Mac Jones, which it's not going to stay like this. They cut Brian Hoyer, but they're going to bring him back. Um, which means somebody else here is either going to get placed on, uh, some type of list, whether it's the pup list or the, uh, the injured reserve or the reserve slash NFL or whatever it is. Um, someone's either going to get cut or they're going to get waived or something's going to happen here because this is not the, the, the final set, um, 53 man roster. Um, but let's go, let's just go through it. So QB, we only have one. We have Mac Jones. Um, Mac has the keys of the franchise. He will lead the team to a Super Bowl within the next two years. You heard it first. I'm going to clip that producers clip that. Um, all right, running back. We have Damian Harris, James White, Ramondre Stevenson, J.J. Taylor, and Brandon Bolden. Now, this this was interesting because I wanted to keep a close eye on this because J.J. Taylor and Brandon Bolden are – well, J.J. Taylor showed showed out in preseason, um, showed that he deserves to be on the team. I think he had, like, over 150 rushing yards and, like, two games like he didn't have that many in the first game and he had like in the last two games he had like over 150 or something like that so clearly deserved to be on the team um Ramondre Stevenson obviously the dude is the next Laguerre Blount um Blunt he's gonna be he's gonna be their goal line guy I can already feel it um whether it's this year or whether it's next year I don't know how many snaps he's gonna get because Damian Harris is gonna get a ton um James White is obviously old reliable he is the receiving they're receiving back in a huge part of the offense. Um, and, and honestly, I cannot wait to see Mac Jones and, uh, and James White because that duo is something we didn't really have last year and we didn't really get to see James White that much last year. And I feel like Mac Jones is going to use James White a ton. And then um, Damian Harris, who's obviously going to be the primary back. Um, Brandon Bolden, we will never see uh, – he won't see a handoff uh, this year. He's primarily there for special teams. Um and I also read an interesting article about Brandon Bolden is that he provided, he provides a lot of like insight to um, the offensive line coaches and the running back coaches, like standing on the sideline while the team's on offense, which I didn't really know, but that's also a, another reason. And when I read that, I was like, yeah, he's a hundred percent going to be on the team. He's a, he's a great special teams player. Um, and he provides value on offense without even being on the field. 
So he's 100% going to be on the team. Um, J.J. Taylor was the only one where I was like, he could get cut. But then, you know, he he had the, the two games and he didn't. Um, it's not surprising to me either that they have five running backs um, because they had five running backs last year. Uh, and it's smart to keep that many running backs because, knock on wood, shoot, uh, wood. Knocking on wood over there. Um, as we saw last year, Rex Burkhead went down, and they they had plenty of backs. So, um, yeah, that that was a that was an interesting position that I, I definitely wanted. I was keeping an eye on, and I'm not surprised that he uh, that Belichick kept uh, all five. I wouldn't be surprised, however, if if someone is to go because they have to add another quarterback. It's someone from this that that area. Fullback, obviously, Jakob Johnson uh, staying on the team. The Patriots' run game is nothing without a fullback, so that's that's not really surprising. So, But that that's, that gets back to the whole running back thing. It's like that's six backs that the Patriots are carrying, which is a little – that's a little much. But if you're carrying a fullback, I guess it's not that much um, in reality. So uh, at wide receiver, we have Nelson Aguilar, obviously, big signing. Uh, Jacoby Myers, Kendrick Bournes, Nikhil Harry, and Gunnar Olazuski. Um, Gunner and Nikhil, we'll see how much action they see. Uh, Gunner obviously is going to be a returner on special teams, so he's he provides a lot of value there. Nikhil Harry is injured. There's no timetable for his return yet. He wasn't placed on the pup list, so he's like week day to day, week to week. Maybe maybe we won't see him week one, but we'll see him week two. I don't know what. No, no one's really given a, a an answer on that, but. I think Bill Belichick actually really likes Nikhil Harry. And, uh, you know, I mean, usually when someone demands a trade out of the Patriots, they're freaking gone. And Nikhil Harry demanded a trade, and he's still there. So I think the idea of Nikhil Harry, can be he can be so good. It's just, I don't know. It, but, you know, him and Mac Jones, had they, they hooked up a few times. Uh, in the preseason games, and it, there was a, there was some kind of connection there. So we'll see. You know, obviously the play that Nikhil got like broke his shoulder on was a was a dime by Mac Jones. So who knows? We'll see. We'll see what happens with uh, Nikhil Harry. But five they have five wide receivers. They have three tight ends. So Hunter Henry, Johnny Smith, and Devin Asiasi. Um, Devin Asiasi played he played pretty well in the preseason. Um, and I think I think he definitely won the. The backup, or the third string, I'm not going to say backup, but the third string uh, tight end battle there. But obviously Hunter Henry, who has been injured, I think he's going to be there for week one. Um, didn't play in the preseason, so it was Johnny Smith and Devin Asiasi, and that, that duo was uh, still worked out pretty good. So I'm happy with the tight end position too. Um, oh, the O-line, we have Isaiah Wynn, David Andrews, Trent Brown, Shaq Mason, Mike on, I never, on Wenu. Anawenu, I never know how to pronounce that guy's name. Ted Karras, Yandi Kashi, uh, Justin Heron, and Yasir Durant, who they just they traded for Durant uh, like two days ago. So I I didn't put that on my uh, the Instagram. That that's on shame on me. But O line is stacked. Um, <clears throat> probably top five O lines in the NFL. I want to say. I, Def, no, I want to say definitely top five uh, O-lines in the NFL. Maybe even top three. 
But their O-line is stacked, and the running game is going to be crazy this year. So keep a lookout on that. Um, pretty Obviously, like I just said, O-line's going to be stacked. I'm pretty happy with the O-line. Uh, defensive line, we got Lawrence Guy, Davian Gacha, Christian Barmore, Henry Anderson, Deatri, Deatri, Deatrich Wise, and I never know how to pronounce his first name, and Carl Davis. Um, the defensive line is, it's good. You know, Wise is Wise is probably the best. Um, Gotcha is actually pretty good from from uh, Miami. We got him and Lawrence Guy, obviously uh, captain. Lawrence Guy's a captain, so he's uh he's pretty pretty solid back there. Um, defensive line is is going to be pretty good. I'm pretty happy with uh, those picks. Um, I'm actually pretty happy with all of them now. Looking at it, Henry Anderson. I'm actually I'm that that's actually a very solid uh D line, uh linebackers. This is where this is where uh they get they get uh dangerous here. Um Dante Hightower, Kyle Van Noy, Juwan Bentley, Josh Uche, Ronnie Perkins, Harvey Lang, Chase Winovich, and Matthew Judon. That linebacker core is crazy. That is a crazy linebacker core. Uh, and then it only gets better with the safeties when we go Devin McCourty, Adrian Phillips, and Kyle Duggar. Phillips is going to be the tight end lockdown this year. He's he's going to be stuck on tight ends the entire year. And Rob Gronkowski is going to come back to the, to New England and not do a thing because Adrian Phillips is going to shut him down. Uh, at cornerback, maybe the most dangerous cornerbacks in the league. Um, I I think they might be. You know, everyone's saying Miami, but I think I think. This this wide this uh this cornerback, um, this cornerback uh group is is better than um than Miami. J.C. Jackson, Jalen Mills, Jonathan Jones, Juwan Williams, Sean Wade, and obviously Stephon Gilmore is put on the pup list. But when he comes back week six, um, we'll see we'll see what's up with Sean Wade. Um, I don't know, but. That that cornerback core is is ridiculous, and I don't know how it's not rated higher in the NFL. I really don't. That's like a top. That's easily a top five cornerback uh, core there. Um, strong tackle. We have our strong tackle. Special teams. We have Quinn Norton. Um, I'll I'll give like a few minutes to that uh, after this. Uh, Joe Cardone. Joe Joe Cardona, Jake Bailey, Matthew Slater, Justin Bethel, Cody Davis, Brandon King, and then on the pup list we have Stephon Gilmore. Therese Hall, Jarrett Stidham, um, Byron Coart, and then injury reserve, we have Dalton Keene. Uh, hmm. I know Dalton Keene was put on the injury reserve. Interesting. Uh, Troy, Troy Fugamali. Okay. That, that was, I mean, anyone who looks at that name, you're like, what? Uh, Anthony, Anthony Jennings. Raekwon McMahon, McMillan, sorry. Marcus Marcus Martin, geez, and Nick Thurman, and then on the reserve, uh, slash, I think that this might be like the the reserve NFL list. Uh, Joshua Bledsoe and Cameron McGrone. So, all in all, that's just a quick rundown of the initial Patriots fifty three men roster. Honestly, it's subject to change. By the time this comes out, uh, someone could be off it and somebody else could be on. That that's how quickly it works in the NFL. But that that's what it is at the time of my recording at nine p.m. on Tuesday night. Um. With all that being said, I think the Patriots are going to be very underrated this year. I think if Mac Jones can really can keep progressing the way he's progressing, and uh, I think the first Miami's going to be a good test for him because obviously, like I was just talking about, they have they have good uh, they have a good um, 
They have a good defense. They've, they're good at cornerbacks. They have great cornerbacks, actually. I'm not even going to say they're good. They have great cornerbacks, and it's going to be a good test for uh, Mac Jones, and we'll see We'll see how it works out. But I'm excited for this Patriots team. I'm excited for Patriots football to be back. Really, um, I think it's going to be uh, I think it's going to be a fun year. It's definitely not going to be as, you know, as – I don't want to want to say as bad as it was last year, but for Patriots fans, it was bad last year um, in comparison to what we're used to, and – I'm excited that the Pats uh, are finally we're, we're back here. Um, now, before we get done with the roster, we do have to talk about quickly what the deal is with my boy Quinn Norton because this was my guy. If you've been following my blog post, this was my guy. Um, he had a. I was at the first game, the first preseason game. He was he was money. He was nasty, um, and then really struggled the second game, uh, and I mean like really struggled the second game, and then. Uh, he he played above average. I'll get like a good thumbs up. That's what he, that's how he was um, last game. So the call to and this had a lot of people up in arms too. Uh, the call to you know take him over Nick Falk was interesting because Nick Falk did come in the last preseason game and he took one kick and he made it. Uh, he made, I saw a stat. He was like ninety two percent. He was like ninety two and ninety three percent. I think he was ninety two percent on his his field goals and ninety three percent on his extra points last year. Um, I don't know. You know, uh, I was a fan of Nick Folk. I thought Nick Folk did a great job last year. But you know, I'm not Bill Belichick. Um, I'm obviously a huge fan of Quinn Nord- Norton. Um, so. I'm good with 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 whatever, uh, but I I do think that um, the main reason why is because uh, Folk he he has an injury. I'm almost positive he still has an injury. You know, uh, I think he might have played in that game and then just been like maybe reaggravated it because it's weird that he came out took the first the first of uh, was a field goal. Yeah, the first field goal and then didn't take another kick the rest of the game. I thought that that was a little interesting. So maybe it's just because he has a. Uh, an underlying injury here, but what's interesting too is I read somewhere that um, here I'll pull up the exact quote real quick. The exact quote was that uh, the veteran Nick Folk is entitled to a 16-person training group under the new collective agreement and will not officially be released, but he was cut. So I have no idea what that means. But I, I, that was that was from an article that was on like on CBS or something like that. So I think it's pretty reliable. I'm not sure what the deal is with that. Um, so I think that that probably plays into the fact that Quinn Norton got the job over Nick Folk. Um, you know, a lot of people didn't like Quinn Norton because of that second game, but he's a rookie. You know what I mean? That's, that's like what that's that's what happens with kickers. You know, do we not remember how Nick Folk was not last year but the year before with Brady? When Gostowski was injured, like we're not gonna sit here and act like Nick Folk was an at like an angel and, and the dude he came in, missed, the Patriots cut him and then they brought him back and then they cut him again and they brought like that's what happens with kickers. So um I'm ex- I'm don't get me wrong, I'm excited that Quinn Norton's here. The dude has an absolute boot. Um he attempts multiple fifty yard field goals. I love that. He's like two for three on him. Um, so props, or maybe he's like two for four. I think he missed one in uh, the Philly game, but whatever. He's two for four on, uh, 50 plus yard field goals. So I'm excited for Quinn Norton, uh, to be on the team. Yeah. My guy, Quinn Norton, uh, shout out to you, man. All right. 
Now to close out the show, because I, like I said, I wanted to keep it around 30, 40 minutes here. Um, last thing I want to do is I want to go quickly run through the uh, the Patriots. I don't think I've done this. I want to run through the entire schedule right now and just give you my like, my final record here. Uh, I kind of wish I had a pen to you know write this stuff down. So we're just going to have to like, text it to myself. So me, hold on. For all the people that don't text stuff to themselves, uh, you're probably actually not that weird. Um, all right, let's do it. Starting off against the Dolphins, I think that that's a W. All right? I think, I, you know, I, I feel confident about that. And obviously, you know, Mac Jones, crowd is going to be electric. Uh, it's going to be electric. So I, I'm actually not even looking to getting tickets to that because I don't want to go to that game so badly. Uh, they play – that's that's two weeks from now, uh, September twelfth, or is that good? Yeah, two two weeks from now, September twelfth, at four four twenty five p.m. Then we have the Jets. I think that that's also a W. Two quick W's to start the year. You know the Jets don't really worry me. Uh, the Saints, that could be a tough one. I could see. Hmm. I don't know though. I trust the the Patriots defense a lot in that game. I really do. I think I think Jameis is going to struggle against the Patriots defense. Not to say that the Patriots won't struggle against the Saints defense, but I think I think the Patriots defense. I'm going to go W there. That's me being very optimistic. Uh, Buccaneers uh, easy dub. No, I'm kidding. Um, I have an interesting tidbit, and I want to pump the brakes on this whole this whole segment that I'm doing here. This is totally off script as it goes on this podcast. Um, I read somewhere, and you guys can go to oh my boy the Spike King, uh, Daddy Babs, that's his name. Um, head over, go to his Twitter right now if you're listening to this, and go a few tweets down because he tweeted it yesterday from when I'm recording this. So he tweeted it on Monday night, so it shouldn't be that far down. Uh, he's definitely more active on Instagram. Toss him a follow, obviously. But um, he put out this story that like there is not going to be a celebration for Tom Brady. Um, or there's probably not going to be like any form of celebration for Tom Brady when when he returns. I don't know about any form, but I don't think it's going to be like the as parade-y and like celebratory as everyone thinks. Because I think in the the story is that Robert Kraft is like is very upset with Tom Brady and has been for like over a year uh and they're not really that close anymore. So I don't know, but um, it's definitely a revenge game for Brady, and that's an L for the Pats. Um, Texans, I mean, come on, like, dude, there's a, there's a that that's a, the Texans should be an easy dub. I don't really see them beating the Patriots. Um, but there's a legitimate chance that the Patriots are four and one through five five weeks. Like that's very possible. Um, and that's not even being, me being that optimistic. I think that that's like legitimately very possible. Um, Cowboys, because I'm going to the game, I'm going to call it a W five and one. There we go. Um, but you know, that's another one that could be like, Whoa, uh, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but I'm going to call it a W just because I know how the Cowboys are and they're always on paper. You're like, dude, the Cowboys should be nasty. And then they, every regular season, they underwhelm everyone. So yeah, Jets, uh, this one so the, actually, I gotta point this out. The Jets' week two game is 
uh, in New York. I still think it's a W, and I think the one in Foxborough is also a W. God, I mean, the Patriots opening uh, their opening first, like first half of the season, is pretty pretty light. Um, Chargers, I could see that one being a loss. It's in LA. I could see that one being a loss. Panthers, I I, I see that's a W. I don't see that, that. I don't know. I don't think the Patriots will lose. Uh, the Browns, yeah, that, that's probably a loss. But who knows? The Browns are. That's probably a loss. But I'm also the Browns are very like. They're different. They're a different team every single angle, single week. They're like a very inconsistent team, and who knows? Maybe they win. They they're like a playoff cusp team every single year. So it's like you never really know. They never have that great of a record. Um, Falcons. That's an. I think that that's a W. Uh, the Titans, that's – yeah, that's probably a loss. They, they probably won't beat the Titans. The Bills, where is this game December 6th? This 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 matters a lot. Where is this game? Okay, it's at Buffalo. I don't know. The Patriots played pretty good at Buffalo last year. Just throwing that out there. And then Buffalo torched them in New England. Uh, so maybe it doesn't make as big a di- big of a difference as I'm thinking it's gonna make, but I'm still gonna go. Uh, I don't know. It see, I'll, it's hard for me to do the second half because like I don't know where Mac Jones is gonna be like in his prog- like as how he has progressed. If I take the very he's progressed a lot, I think that they could actually beat the Bills at home. Um. If he hasn't progressed the way he's been progressing so far, then they could probably drop both games to the Bills. But we'll – this is very – no, we'll give him that. Uh, the Colts, that's I could see them, them losing that game. The Bills again, I could see them losing that game, so that's two L's in a row. The Jaguars, I mean, there's no way they lose to the Jaguars, right? No way. I probably just jinxed them. But there's no way they lose to the Jaguars. And then the Dolphins in Miami, there's that could easily be an L. So, okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten and seven? Ah, that seems pretty legit to me. Ten and seven? Hey, if Mac Jones goes ten and seven, uh, that, that's very realistic. And I think that there's also some, some games in there that the Patriots could win. But, you know, like that Browns game, the Patriots could win. The Colts game, the Patriots also could win. You don't know what the hell is going on with uh Glass bones, uh, Carson Wentz over there. Now he's on the COVID list. Who the hell knows what's going on with him? The, the Patriots could also win that one. So, they, at best, they go, what did I say, 10 and 13 and 4. At worst, they go 9 and 8. You know, but I don't think they're going to, I think they're, they're going to go three games over 500. All right? 10 and 7. Three games over, right? Yeah, three games over 500. I don't know why I'm struggling with that. So that's what I got on the Pats news. Um, You know, football is back. And next week, we are officially back into, like, we're doing we're doing predictions for every game. We're getting back into the swing of things of football. I'm excited. Um, I need football to be here, like, this weekend, though. That, that's where I'm at. Like, I always hate this week because it's like, okay, all this news is coming out right now, and I still have, like, this much time before the actual game. 
So it's like, this is the game, the amount of time, it feels like the amount of time, and then like, way over here, all the news just came out today. So it's like, we still have a ton of time, and it's going to go by so slow until the, the like opening game. And that is the part of football season I hate the most. The second most. Because I hate the most uh, the day football is over. I hate that the most. But then the second most is like this. This because it's like we got a little taste of football. And now we're like, okay, now we got nothing. So, uh, but yeah, football is almost here. Um, hopefully, you know, this week goes by quicker than, than I was just dreading it will. But I have a, I have a feeling it's not going to be. Why is this Colts... Pats game to be determined the time. Hmm? Can we get a can we get a reading on that? Anybody? I don't know. Um, okay. That's gonna do it for here. Uh for this week's episode. Tune in next week. Get your Mac Jones t shirts. I wish I was wearing one. I will have one next week to show you guys. Um they actually came out really good. Mac I wish I could like show pictures of it but I I well maybe we'll put them on the screen. I'll do it like here, like here, here, and here. And like I'll do like a little maybe. We'll see. I don't know. Um we'll see how the editing goes. Um all right. And obviously Leatherheads Fantasy Football Podcast next week. First uh first episode coming out next Tuesday. Oh that was the other big thing I have to I have to announce. Um I'll do that. Actually I already I already announced it but um I'm just thinking now to announce it at the, the beginning section here. Um, remember, this podcast will now be coming out on Monday and um, maybe Wednesdays. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But definitely the, we'll start recording this podcast on uh, Sunday. Um, unless, you know, when the Patriots play on Monday night, we'll, it'll, be, uh, it'll be different. But from now on, these, the, the podcast is going to be released on Monday um, so that Leatherheads Fantasy Football Podcast can be recorded on Tuesday nights. Um, no, that was confusing. TNT podcast will now be f- recorded on Sunday nights, released on Monday and Leatherhead's Fantasy football podcast will be recorded on Tuesday nights, released on Wednesday going forward from here throughout the entire football season. So that is the schedule. Um, so next week, just to get into the groove of things, I'm going to record this podcast on Sunday. So there's going to be like a five day gap now, six six day gap um between the release days of these episodes it's not gonna be full week so look out for this podcast on monday okay next week monday and i will see you guys on monday <laughs> all right peace out guys later <laughs>